Today's read, Midnight and the Meaning of Love by Sister Soja. Chapter 3, Pressure. I could easily recognize her from behind. As the packed train swerved and jerked, I caught quick glimpses of her pretty neck and shoulders. Her bare arm was extended upward, graceful like a ballerina's, her hands holding the grip lightly like fingers properly placed on piano keys. Seeing nice-looking New York girls was an all-day thing, but it became much more personal when it was a familiar female, someone whose bedroom I had been in before, whose swollen naked nipples I had already seen, a female who had begged me for a kiss and whose infant daughter I had once held in my arms. It was Bangs, and it was a a one-in-a-million chance that we would end up on the same train, on the same day, at the same time, both coming from and going to different places, I was sure. Immediately, I moved away from her, and to my left, my knapsack hitting someone standing next to me, I pushed toward the connecting train doors to switch cars. The train car that I moved into was no better, a very tight crowd, but it was better because they were all strangers. There was no risk or emotion in it for me. I saw your reflection on the window glass, Bang said sweetly, suddenly appearing before me. I know you knew it was me. I wanted to see if you would come over by me or not, she said. I didn't answer her. I didn't move or turn. The train screeched to a stop. The conductor's voice boomed out something over a broken speaker. It was some ill-transit equipment that never got fixed. He knew it didn't work, and so did all the passengers. Only he knew what he was announcing. As for the rest of us, you either knew where you were headed or you didn't. This is New York, and if there's a problem, it's your problem. Handle it. The train doors opened and some people got off. I was facing the door and Bangs stepped into the now cleared out space and faced me. Looking into my eyes, a new crowd pushed in and now Bangs was pressed close up on me. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It was a warm day, and warmer, underground. Only the thin silk of her clothes separated me from her. Ever since I met her, it was like this. Me, not expecting to see her. Her, suddenly appearing, full of life, skin so pretty, baby oil glistening, and hair cleaned and pulled up into a bun with bangs framing her eyes young and already breeded. Her body was full of obvious curves and power. I tried to step back, but it wasn't happening. 
there was nowhere to move. At least if you see me, you can speak, right, Superstar? A name she had always called me. A woman's way of weakening a man with her non-stop admiration. Her pretty lips were thick and natural, wearing no gloss today. Her eyes were still searching me for answers that I had already given her a thousand times. It didn't matter to her that I am in love and married to someone else. She would keep pushing like the marathon runner she is. No matter what kind of setbacks occurred, she would slow her pace, catch her breath, re-establish her rhythm, and stride and speed up once again, completely convinced that she could win. My mind was clear and straight, but even without looking into her eyes, my body was committing mutiny, heating up at the proximity. The train pulled left and then right. She grabbed my waist to stop herself from being tossed here and there. She kept her left hand on my body. You don't have to say nothing, superstar. You know you still got my heart, she said softly yet with bold style. I didn't say nothing in response to her. And I'm not worried no more because I have a secret about me and you. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. There were no secrets between me and her. There was no saliva, no blood, no sperm or sweat exchanged between us. Okay, maybe some sweat. We had danced pressed together at a party once, but all her secrets were her own. I had told her everything and broke off dealing with her before anything ever really got started between us. I told her that me and her could never be. I even turned down her offers and resisted my feelings to slide my tongue into her mouth. So she had no claim on me. Move, please, she said to the people blocking her exit at the next stop. As she got off, I wondered exactly where she was coming from, but I shut those thoughts down by reminding myself that she wasn't my girl, wife, or responsibility. I knew she was surprised by my silence and maybe even hurt, but what was I supposed to do with her if she kept running up on me like this? I liked her. But the sexual feeling that she had swirling around her made me uneasy. It felt like whenever she came around, I had to triple my efforts to ignore and resist. There was one good thing about knowing her, though. Whenever I was the most tensed up, she would make me smile or loosen up with her ways. And for the few minutes that we rode in the train, she paused my murderous thoughts. Yet the moment she disappeared, I forgot her, and they returned.